want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Welp, here we are. Mm. Episode 171. Mm -hmm. We kicked it off with Fedash with the song Know Your Power. And then we went into Waldhexen with Psychosis Epidemic. Yes. Today, so, today is National Monday. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I picked those two bands because coming up this Sunday at Montage at 6 p.m., I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, it's Sunday and I got to work on Monday, but it's an earlier show. Mm -hmm. You should be home by like 1130. Mm hmm. But you get to go and you get to see Fedash and Waldhexen mm -hmm. and Imperial Triumphant. Yep. And they just released some new shit. So I'm assuming they're going to play that. Yep. Right? Yep. I would assume. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking shit, but. I think all the bands have new shit. Yeah. You, uh, Waldhexen's got some new stuff. That's right. <laughs> new materials. <laughs> that I heard they've been working on. Yep. Fedash, I hear. Have some newer material. Yeah. And if you guys want tickets, you can get them right from us. You can yep. get them right from Waldhexen. Yep. Avoid all the fees. Yes. Save some money for an additional brewski at the show. Yes. Or a soda pop. Yep. I'm really selling it, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of selling, you guys are trying to talk me into selling cookies. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure there's a market for metal cookies. There's though. a market. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a market for Scott. <laughs> uh, no. Everyone that's tried these cookies says these are the best cookies ever. Well, I can't disclose my secrets, but I'm definitely not a baker. So this is like a fluke thing. I think you can attest to the fact that everything I try to bake, I fuck up. I'm not good at following directions, and then I get like I try to get creative, um, yeah. well, or I burn the shit out of something. <laughs> you, you're very good at cooking, and you've you're you've gotten really good at grilling. Yeah, I don't very know where good. that came from. Um, but the baking in the past Ugh. has been a bit of a tragedy. Uh, uh, yeah, at times. Yeah, always, <laughs> almost. I. I used to love the, uh, the... It's the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking oven's broken. <laughs> or the oven's crooked. Yeah, the oven's crooked. <laughs> <laughs> so... It didn't matter that it was in an extra half hour at 400 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> With like, I don't know, eight tablespoons more oil than it should have. Because <laughs> I wanted it to be moist. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, these cookies are pretty good if i do they're, say so myself they're fantastic so yeah i know we're seeing some people on friday night so i'm gonna bake some cookies yeah if anyone going to the show wants a sample cookie oh yeah i can make them i gotta i gotta pre-package them though according yep. to new york state but i'll figure it out well you're not selling them these will just be samples right oh yeah that's true yeah this is like the drug dealer getting the person hooked <laughs> with the free stuff. Yeah. Then charging. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing it. It's a lot of fun. Well, you're very good at it, and they're extremely good. Well, thank you. They're very delicious. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was my younger brother's birthday this week. Yes. 
I cannot believe he's 32. And you mm. pointed something really weird out. <laughs> that he is now the age you were when we met. Yep. Which is bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but we took him out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. the waitress or the waiter asks uh, my brother if he wants dessert. Yeah. And I didn't want to embarrass him with the whole birthday thing, but he said no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? You got to have dessert for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And of course, the waiter was like, oh, it's your birthday? What? No, we do like a thing. And I'm like, well, don't do a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he would like that. but. Right. And then he's like, oh, your mom said we can't do a thing. <laughs> to, me, to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think the two of you pretended not to hear it. I was like... I, I, I did not think he was talking about you at first. I was waiting for you to bust out in your uncomfortable laugh. <laughs> and you just sat there. And I'm like, really? These two fucks are going to sit here and pretend like he did not just say that? You guys are nine years apart. Right? Yeah, that's why it's so devastating. Yeah. What, how do you look like his mother? I don't know. No, you don't. But then he saved himself by saying that Josh looked like he was 18. Yeah. Which Josh does look young for his age. Yeah, he does look young. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that was awkward and amusing. And then he made another assumption that you and I were together. And I was like, what? That's my dad. Yeah. And then he got all mortified all over again. And then I said, I was your other son. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just, he gave up. He yeah, walked away. Yeah. <laughs> he never came back. <laughs> it was a free meal. Yeah, I wish. <clears throat> At least he got free cake. Yeah. Yep. And there's no singing. No. I don't. I don't like those restaurants that do all that loud singing and clapping, embarrassment. Yeah, it's that's silly. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Speaking of the show coming up, we're going to start this next group of songs off with Imperial Triumphant. Cool. A new song? A new song off of the new album, Spirit of Ecstasy. We're going to hear a Metro Vertigo. And then we're going to hop on over to Copenhagen to listen to some Steel Inferno with the song Siren of the Air. And this is off their upcoming release, Evil Rain, coming out in the fall of 2022 on From the Vaults. And then after that, we're going to hear Empirathron from Chile with the song Mors Est Veritas. This is the title track off of their upcoming release on Vargas Records. Oh, yeah. 
I got a question for you. Okay. Have you ever heard of frogging with a pH? I have heard the term. I don't know what it means. Okay. Um, well, you're stupid. No, I am. I'm just kidding. I'm very <laughs> I didn't, stupid. I didn't, no, you're not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't know what it meant either until this article. <clears throat> so this article says victims say man secretly living in their home planned gender reassignment and arm removal surgeries on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say that again. Victims say man secretly living in their home, Uh which means frogging, planned gender reassignment and arm removal surgeries. Uh, Okay. Was this different (laughs) homes? No, it's the same agenda. Okay. Uh, Very random and... Oddly specific. Mm-hmm. The Campbell family opened up on their horrifying about their horrifying experience after discovering a total stranger had secretly been living in their Hawaii home, all while planning to perform various surgeries. Hmm. In Monday's premiere episode of Lifetime's <laughs> Frogging, Hider in My House. So this is a thing when like people are secretly living in your house. It's called frogging with a pH. All right. So you're not stupid. I didn't know that either. I was just joking. No, I'm stupid, but shut up. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna derail this conversation. That's okay. But you're you're saying this is like a reality show on Lifetime? Yes. So they have a fucking camera crew with this guy secretly living in the house. Well, no, I think it's they're talking about. Well, I don't know. I've never seen the show. It okay. was the premiere episode. Maybe we should check it well, out. I need to see this. But no, I think they're interviewing them once they've discovered that somebody was secretly living in their house. Mm. Okay. Um, so James and Brittany Campbell shared their story, which initially made headlines back in 2019. Frogging is a terrifying phenomenon where people discover others secretly living in their home. In places like walls, crawl spaces, and attics, which happens a lot more than you would think. Hmm. Weird. After getting married and moving to Honolulu with their two children in 2019, the Campbells first started noticing little things were off. The two found boxes open in their garage, belongings shifting around, webcam appearing on at night, and Brittany hearing the door slam out of nowhere. So what, just like weird. What's this Frogger door deaf? <laughs> He's got a, you got a door deaf Frogger. What's the difference between a Frogger and a squatter? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's got to be a clear difference. Well, aren't squatters... They're not secret, right? They're not secret. And aren't they living in like a, abandoned homes? Yeah, maybe. Not homes that yeah, people... okay, okay. All right. Um... <clears throat> So it was Bad Ronald, a squatter, or a frogger? Who's that? I think he was a squatter that became a frogger. We'll talk about this off the air. <sighs> Bad Ronald, the movie. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Yeah, I, I guess he turned into. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what Home Alone should have been. Bad Ronald. 
All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so the family went away mm-hmm. and then came back. And mm-hmm. when they got back, they noticed uh, James' bike was in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And immediately they knew something was like off. Mm-hmm. So they made the kids wait in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened the garage door and it was completely trashed. And then they tried to get into the house and it, they were met with resistance. There was somebody on the other side of the door in their house. Um, James then realized the mystery man was wearing his clothes, his clothes, <laughs> uh, and started to think maybe the guy was homeless and needed a place to stay and was on drugs. The man reassured the two that he took care of the cat while they were gone and Brittany ran inside to check on their pet. They found it inside a cage without water. She also said the home looked like the man had been doing an inventory of everything inside. Police came and arrested him um, with the Campbells saying he was very casual about the whole ordeal. It was really as if this person didn't think he was doing anything out of the ordinary. (laughs) As the family continued to check out the man who was identified as Ezekiel... Zayas at the time noticed they had done all of their son's laundry and made their beds, leaving the room immaculate. <laughs> they found a towel set up with knives on it next to a pair of their computers. On one computer, there was a text document on the screen titled The Omnivore Trials, a Rehabilitation for Rat Like People. What? as well as intimate details about things he could have only known if he was listening to our private conversations. He somehow knew my husband and I were trying to have a baby. He wrote that I should give up on trying to have a baby and focus on the children I have. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's, this frogger's pretty critical. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, she told the Post that the man wanted to play doctor on, on us and not in the cute little kid way, which is a creepy thing to say. <laughs> Saying he wanted to make us into perfect people. Well, okay. What? The, go ahead. These writings were suggesting that surgical procedures should be performed on my wife and children. We found these serums that are labeled to use on the omnivores. He had been looking up videos on how to surgically remove arms and how to perform gender reassignment surgery. This guy is perfectly normal. Um, so there's a show about this. Yeah, it's called... Let me scroll back up. I need to see this. Yeah, I'm kind of curious now. It's probably completely fake, but I'm intrigued. I hope they don't do... I have... I hope they don't do reenactments. Oh, I know. I hate that. I don't like that either. Like yeah. interview people, like do Dateline yeah. or 48 Hours where you just interview people. Well, Let my imagination do the reenacting. Right. What was that? Like real stories of the ER or something? They they would do reenactments of. Yeah, I, I hate that stuff. Or. Um, That's real cheesy. It, sex sent me to the ER. Now yeah, that could be really entertaining yeah. if it was just stories, but yeah. you have these weird fake doctors like right. pretending to fish something out of somebody's butt. Right. And it just ruins yeah. it. Well, like some person, oh, I just sat on a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's on Lifetime and it's called Frogging. Hider in my house. All right. I am going to go 
cue that up <laughs> after this.
All right. That was Asgard from Canada with the song Blaze. That featured Steve McDonald, who was also in Gorguts. Um, he played drums. I met Steve. You did? I did. I met Steve through a friend um, one time. And he was a super nice guy. And I ended up with the EP, the Asgard EP, which I think aged well. It still sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds really good. Um, I knew that he killed himself. Oh. But doing some research for this episode, I saw that he apparently hung himself on his 31st birthday. Oh, man. Which is pretty sad. Yeah. It's weird when you meet someone and they, you just don't know, you know? He seemed, real. He seemed fine. He seemed happy, like a. Yeah. Know, you just, I don't know. You never know what people are going through. No, no. That's sad. Yeah, that is sad. So I thought that wasn't a Rochester band, or a New York band, but it had relevance. Yeah. And I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about. Um, uh, music, especially like demos or like EPs that, um, you know, impacted me. Yeah. Are you on a journey? In the past. Yeah. That's cool. A journey. There's, there's certain ones that I remember from, uh, back in the nineties that I cannot find. I'm. We'll throw them out there. <laughs> well, what are they? Or am I putting you on the spot? Yeah, I don't do that because some of them were. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> some of them weren't like. I, I'm just curious to hear them again, but I, I'm pretty sure that that some of these aren't like worthy of being played on the show. I'm just curious to hear them. There was one I think I told you about that um, it had an odd, I think it was Caffeine, it was the name of the band, it was with a K though I think. Okay. And I was so amused by, I think the kid, it was ter- a terrible band, but I think the kid that was making these demos was recording he was like doing, um, he was recording the tapes himself, like a double tape deck, like recording the demo on time. Oh, yeah. Um, which was common back then, but uh, there was, I think it was unintentional, but there was like, at the end of one of the sides, there was like a long argument with him and his mother. Like his mother <laughs> screaming at him. <laughs> and I just used to listen to that over and over again. It was really funny. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm there's some some bands that I have in my head that I I've been looking for. I can't find them. But I am gonna try some other avenues. Cool. Well I look forward to hearing them. <laughs> you yeah, you, know, you might. <laughs> you might not. You might go, What the fuck is this? <laughs> so um this is an odd segue, 
but I found an article a few days ago that I thought was really amusing, and I want I wanted to share it with you and the listeners. Oh, cool. This is um, six of the craziest birth control methods in history. Oh, I... Okay. And, and some of them are really good. Um, number six is sneezing. The ancient Greeks employed a wide variety of birth control methods. Um, these sneeze-based methods were less than effective. Uh, ancient, yeah, I can imagine. Ancient Greek <laughs> physician Soranus recommended that a woman squat and sneeze after intercourse <laughs> to prevent pregnancy. He also recommended birth control methods such as holding your breath and jumping up and down. And what's even more amusing, it says that Snopes in 2007 was still debunking this uh, jumping up and down as a form of birth control. Uh, lemon cervical caps. So they would put they would put lemons in them themselves because they thought that the citric acid would kill the sperm. Yikes. Okay. Um, this one's funny. Uh, animal intestine condoms, which I've heard of before, which sounds really sickening. But uh, they used animal intestines, animal bladders... And they also said tortoise shells. I have no clue how that would work. But um, they would also reuse these. So they'd Oof. wash them out or Kay. hang them on a clothesline. <laughs> hang them on a clothesline. <laughs> uh, so after the invention of rubber, vulcanized rubber in 1850... Condoms were manufactured out of an infinitely more comfortable material. So they just used intestines to make uh, sausages and, you know, hot dog casings and stuff like that instead of uh, birth control. And then somebody was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what if I put this on my willy? <laughs> um, this one is really entertaining and they said it's it was slightly effective because it is uh where did it go here the acidic properties well i should read what it was it was uh, i don't know why they picked this crocodile poop mixed with honey and it was so acidic that it would actually be somewhat effective as a spermicide. But what are you supposed to do with that? You put it in your stuff. No. Crocodile poop. No. So I'm guessing that the oral sex is not happening. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. I don't think we should make any assumptions here. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, number two. I mean, they did put honey in it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That must be why. Yeah, why would they put honey in there? Yeah. 
I'm gonna sweeten this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> this one's great. This one is uh, weasel testicles. Many old-fashioned contraceptive methods display an impressive, if rudimentary, understanding of how contraception and pregnancy occurred. Weasel testicle method is one of them. Uh, many European, many medieval Europeans believed that weasel testicles could prevent contraception if they were hung around a woman's neck like an amulet during intercourse. <laughs> And presumably were removed from the weasel beforehand. Aye. So they used this to ward off pregnancy. A weasel testicle necklace was like an amulet. <laughs> That's madness. I gotta get me one of those. Why? I wonder why they picked a weasel. I don't know. Well, That's mean. Number one is great. Number one is lead. Um, that sounds safe and effective. Yeah. The women of ancient Greece and China drank lead-infused water to prevent pregnancy. As recently as World War I, some women purposely took jobs working with lead-based materials in factories so that they could get free birth control. Uh, these women weren't entirely off the money. Reduced fertility is a side effect of exposure to lead. Okay, but it's not an effective form of birth control. But so is depression, <laughs> kidney disease, <laughs> heart disease, uh, inability to concentrate, constant nausea, and death. Yeah, it's poison. Yes. Yes. So that's an interesting form of birth control. Jeez Louise. What was your favorite one? Um, I'm kind of curious about the crocodile poop. Yeah. With honey. Mm -hmm. With honey. What about just by itself? Well, then it's not effective. That's crude. Then it's just poop. <laughs> That's not birth control. I like the weasel testicles. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of weasels were harmed. Yeah. For nonsense. I like when they mix like supernatural with science. Yeah. Or with pseudoscience. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yep. <sighs> So I don't know where to go from here, but that's uh, that. Well, maybe we should play a couple songs. All right. <laughs> First up, White Rune from Finland with the song Crimson Lament. On August 19th, Hammer of Fate is proud to present White Rune's highly anticipated debut album, Dawn of the White Rune. And then we are going to listen to the Lousy with the song Demons on Parade, and this is off their demo release, Shut Up, I'm Talking, out now on Sentient Ruin Laboratories. <laughs> Oh, 
All right, I got a question again. Mm. You got a lot of questions. I know. I'm very inquisitive. Mm. Do you fancy oysters? <laughs> oysters. <laughs> do I fancy oysters? Yeah, do you like them? Do you eat them? I don't really like them. You've eaten them before, though? Yeah. Not me. No? No, I just don't think it's a thing I would like. No. They're slimy. Yeah. I'm very uh, texture-oriented. Yeah. With my foods. Yeah. You like clams? Nope, don't like those either. Sure don't. I do. Ugh. Gross. Anyways. Uh... Breaking news about oysters. Oh my god, really? <laughs> What's the world come to? Forever chemicals potentially hazardous to human health found in Florida oysters. What's this mean? In Florida, oysters are packing more than just pearls. <laughs> <laughs> like the necklace? <laughs> yeah, like the necklace. Oh, okay. They're also filled with toxic chemicals. Hmm. Researchers from Florida International University published a new study on Wednesday uh, from Biscayne Bay. Um, these contaminants are BFAs and B and PAEs. Sorry, uh, <coughs> PFAs are man-made chemicals that don't break down in the environment. They've been found in a range of industry goods, including cosmetics and non-toxic cookware. Mm. So I have another question for you. Okay. Okay, so hold on. I'll hold my question for a second. So these oysters in themselves aren't... They've, they've just collected these toxins. They're not biologically toxic. That is correct. Okay. I'm assuming this is environmental. Mm -hmm. um, it says of the 156 oysters that were studied, every single one of them had the contaminants. Really? Is this um, uh, location specific? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Researchers said that this means Biscayne is likely so contaminated that the oysters there are being bombarded with high concentrations of PFAs and PAEs. That oversaturation in the water is making them accumulate contaminants more quickly. Mm. I said that weird contaminants. Um, but here's my question. When are they going to admit that that huge oil spill? Do you remember that? You know what these oysters need? They need PPE <laughs> against man's toxins. Yes, they do. <laughs> they need little goggles. Yeah. I don't know what goggles would do, but... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty amusing. I'd like to see an oyster with goggles on. <laughs> and, and hearing protection. <laughs> All right, sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, well, I was just saying, don't you kind of... So this is obviously environmental. Mm -hmm. These are chemicals that are, are man-made mm -hmm. that were... <laughs> Obviously, eating in our cooking oils. Mm. But do you remember that huge oil spill? Yeah, I vaguely remember that. 
It was huge. Yeah. The Axon shit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are they doing any studies on the effects that that's having on the environment? Mm -hmm. And could this potentially be one of them? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Could be. There's a lot of shit, I think, that... Isn't talked about? Yeah. Those poor oysters. But there's... There's... I forgot what it was called. This might be related too i don't know but um there's apparently there's some micro what's your hand doing particulates <laughs> it's thinking <laughs> um that microplastic particulates that's in like it's a it's an ingredient in um oh like a exfoliants you know like those face scrubs well, i was gonna say it's in like um sunscreen and oh, that gritty stuff! I don't know if you can feel it. Oh, but it ends up in like polluting the water. Oh, I I see where you're going there. I mean, I think that's a small part of it, but yeah. Well, know. didn't they say sunscreen hurts the coral reefs too? Yeah, no, I don't. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I saw something. I think we should play some songs because. Yeah. I think we're in a, a little over our head. Yeah. It's getting <laughs> deep. <laughs> First up, Vorlust from California with the song 13th Circle off their newly released Lick the Flesh out now on Transylvanian Recordings. And then after that, we have another song off of the Vargas Records Pathways to Damnation 2. Ah, cool. We're going to hear Black Jackal with the song Necrolith. And then Morbus Grave with the song Lurking Into Obscurity. Absurdity. Absurdity. Thank you. You're welcome. This is the title track off their long-awaited debut album out September 16th, our anniversary. It's our anniversary. On Chaos Records.
see Benzone. Good, and you? Yep. I got a question for you. Okay. We've talked in depth, <laughs> in detail, about, I think, pretty much everything. In gruesome detail. Things, what, things you and that, I? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Things that, like, I don't think people, Any people talk about? Maybe some, but probably not most. Okay. Weird things. Yeah. There's something that crossed my mind earlier today that I don't know about you. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to ask you. On the air? On the air. Ooh, I'm sweating. Okay, when you use... It's like I'm I, on that ladder again. I, I guess. Yeah, okay, we'll have to talk about that one. <laughs> um, when you use toilet paper, right? Yeah. Are you a folder or a water? Or does it depend what you're doing with it? Because I, you know, like I only, I don't wipe both sides like, <laughs> like a lady. You don't? No. Oh, that's weird. I knew someone, and I, <laughs> I told you about this before, I think. But um, she had a young son, and she would insist that he, he was like, I don't know, three, four, five. He after he would pee, he had to wipe the end of his penis off with no, toilet paper. Come on, don't do that. I told her, don't do that. Did she stop? I don't think so. Hey, uh, it depends what I'm doing with that. <laughs> okay. What if you're cleaning the back? The back mouth. I think I'm a folder. You're a folder? Yeah. And when are you a water? Probably when I pee. Okay. All right. And... What about you? I'm a water. Huh. I think... I feel like you need that... Uh, texture? You need that wadded texture. Now I'm trying to think. To get in those nooks. Like, do you mean... <laughs> <laughs> It's the anal nooks. <laughs> Do you mean like doing this? Like wrapping it around no. your hand? No. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? I don't know. Um, no, I meant like, I think some people take them and fold them so it's perfectly flat. No, I don't. No, it's never perf perfectly flat, but I don't like wad it up into a, a ball. <laughs> No? No. What what if <laughs> what if you have some messy business to take care of? It's never messy. N no. <laughs> nope. The poop fairies take care of it for me. <laughs> Nothing but sunshine and rainbows down there. Okay. So uh, <laughs> that's the right answer. Um <laughs> so how See many? if we asked Erin, that's what she would have said. Yeah. yeah she she would have said I don't poop. Right. That's what I should have said. Right. Um <laughs> so what how many how many sheets would you say you normally do you just have like a feel that you go for or, yeah or is it like i don't count i use one sheet per wipe oh yeah no i don't count how about you no it's just kind of a you know i'm mindful and safe uh-huh uh-huh let's just leave it at that uh-huh why are we talking about this? I don't know, because... It just continues. Yeah, I know. I didn't know. Now I know. I think now I know everything. All right. No, I don't. There's still probably stuff in there. Yeah, I'm sure there is. 
Can we talk about something else now? Yeah, of course. Okay. What else? Uh, so I painted the hallway. Oh, yeah. Today, yeah. and you got to see a full-blown panic attack. Mm -hmm. You were um, very supportive. <laughs> Not. I was. You were laughing hysterically and shaking the ladder. I wasn't shaking the ladder. That was you. <laughs> I was laughing. You were like fucking two feet off the ground. No, I was not. Yes, it was more than that. And it was terrifying. <laughs> you were two feet off the ground in hysterics. <clears throat> All right. So let's back up because nobody <laughs> knows what was happening. So I was painting the stairs that come, or not the stairs. I was painting the hallway mm -hmm. coming down to the basement. To the studio. To the studio. Uh -huh. And it's really high up from like the landing on the ground to the top of the ceiling. Mm -hmm. It's... It is pretty high, right? Yeah. I'm terrified of heights. Like, terrified of heights. Mm -hmm. And I had to get on this stair ladder, which <laughs> we barely knew how to use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was probably a bigger job than actually painting. Yeah. But at one point, you were on the landing, and I was on the stairs of the ladder, the steps of the ladder, way up high and I had a moment of a freak out. Yeah. But I got through it. I did all of it. You did. You did a fine job. Contractor Jed is going to be surprised tomorrow. And, yeah, of course. Today, actually, he's going to be surprised Oh, today. yeah. Yeah. He's already been surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so, in other news, I've been really enjoying your blogs. Oh, thanks. And I think a lot of people have. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, and I feel that you, I know that you've stressed about some of them, but I think you've enjoyed doing them. Um, yeah. A lot of work goes into them, mm -hmm. but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. You've um, opened yourself in a way that I never thought you would. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable, but. But it's good for you, right? I think so. It's good to be uncomfortable. Yeah let people judge me and increase my anxiety yeah <laughs> it's a good plan that's what life's all about <laughs> so do you have any ideas for upcoming um i don't no no i think i'm going through a little bit of writer's block right now mm -hmm. but uh i don't know how to explain this um i only have so much creativity in me and, like, right now I'm doing house projects. Oh, I got you. So I think, like, all of my mental energy is mm -hmm. kind of going into that. I do that, too. Um, so I haven't really practiced piano, which I really need to get back into. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a goal for this week. Um, and I need to reevaluate the blog. Yeah. Yep. Content. Yeah. But I'll get there. I think we should put it out there to the listeners that, there's some topics that... Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. I would love if people would say, oh, write about this, or I want to hear yeah. more about that. Yeah, give some ideas. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. It would help my creativity, too, I think. Yes. <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, I, I think that's good. <laughs> Your creativity needs help. What? <laughs> 
No, I, you know very well that I, I don't think it's creativity. I think it's like focus, right? Yeah. And well, it's a little bit of both. You know, painfully know. Oh, Lord have mercy. How when I, I obsess over things, but it's all one thing at one time, right? And everything else gets fucking ignored, thrown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't know. I think that's one of your OCD traits. Yeah, probably. I wish I could defend it, but I can't even say. It, it usually turns out okay in the end with hard feelings, but like it gets somewhere eventually. Oh, totally. It's productive. It, it's not, I don't feel it's as efficient as it should be. It's productive, but not efficient. Yeah, yeah. It produces something. We'll just leave it at that. Not efficiently. <laughs> Speaking of, we should probably uh, head out. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hear two more songs. All right, you're gonna say this first one because you picked it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. First up is gonna be Verberus with the song "Sepulchre of Shattered Saints." This is coming off of their highly anticipated second album. Adumbration of the Veiled Logos, out now on No Evdia. And then we're going to listen to Wayward Dawn with the song Bottomless Pit. The digital single releases August 5th, and it's coming off of their upcoming record, All Consuming Void, on Emancipation Productions. Very nice. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And... We ain't got no place to go. Just go to the punk rock show. Darling, take me by the hand. We're gonna see a punk rock band. There's no type of radio. Rodeo, radio. Wanna get into the crowd. Wanna hear it play real loud. Loud. We got no money to pay. We'll get in anyway. Doesn't matter, I don't care. I want to go to the Burger King. Yeah.